This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is the, this girl. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys had a lovely weekend. It decided to snow in Georgia, and it's freezing cold outside. Um, The crazy part about the snow is the snow happened on a non-school day. I remember, like, back when it snowed, you always hoped that it snowed on a non-school day. <clears throat> uh, on a school day, not a non-school day. And so let's just say this. It snowed on a non-school day. And on top of that, this is Dr. King's weekend. So school is automatically out anyway. So, yeah, and then the snow melted outside. <laughs> I mean, when it snowed yesterday, it stayed above 32 degrees. So if it snowed and it stays above 32 degrees, it's not going to stick. So, yeah, but it's supposed to snow again this Thursday, this Friday. So I hope all is well with everybody. I hope everybody is warm and safe and sound and fed. I hope everybody is doing very good today. Um, with the little snow that we got. The last time it snowed was 2019. Was it 2019 or 2020? I think it was 2020 when it snowed. I say 2019, but it was 2020 because it was before the Pandora opened. So... I hope you guys have a lovely day. Um, and it didn't snow enough to where you can make snowmen, okay? It just sprinkled, and then it melted, and it was like, there, you get your snow. Ask for me again. I'm coming back on Friday. You're good. A lot of people closed down and shut down yesterday. So y'all missed out on some Sunday money. But not my business, not my problem. So this weekend, yes, I have been staying in the house. And y'all don't know, you don't understand. I did get sick the last week of this of the of last year, 2021. Um, so I'm kind of paranoid about going places. Um, I was paranoid already, especially when they talked about the Omicron virus. But I'm even more paranoid, even though I got sick in the house so yeah anyway um i didn't really do anything i kind of been doing the same thing but i've been kind of getting my mind together and preparing for next month and i also been getting my mind together and um preparing for this week because this week we're going to be talking about some pretty dark things. And um, I don't want y'all to, you know, if you feel uncomfortable and you don't have to listen to this week's podcast. Um, <laughs> but next week, we're going to get a little bit more uncomfortable and we're going to be talking about the R. Kelly's case. But this week, we're going to be talking about the Glee curse. Um, and I'm going to be talking about Emmett Till and Barry Washington Jr. So, um, the stories I'm going to be talking about are extremely dark. And 
People say it's dark history in America. No, because the Barry Washington Jr. situation happened last year, 2021. So this dark shit keeps happening to black people. So I kind of want to shed light on it. It's, and it's not going to be everybody going to think it's me trying to say something. Um... That I'm going to make it about interracial dating. It's not really. It's about being careful and reading the room. Unfortunately for Emmett Till, he was only 14 years old. And he probably dealt with some things he probably didn't comprehend. Your frontal lobes don't develop fully until you're 25. And even I question that because after 25, some people still act like their frontal lobes are not developed. So... It's going to take a, uh, it's going to be a deep, dark look. And, and I'm also going to put the Me Too movement in here because it seemed like the people that got prosecuted in this Me Too movement are black men. So I want to talk about how racist the Me Too movement is to Me Too. So we're going to go deep um, with that. And the Glee curse, I'm going to talk to you. I already kind of told y'all about the whole Naya Rivera situation. Um, about the dream I had before the day she went missing. Um, and I am going to talk about all the other dark things that happened with the Glee Club. I mean, with Glee, with the Glee curse. So this week is going to kind of low-key be dark. <sighs> and to be honest with you, if my anxiety is not going to put up with it, um, I will low-key not do this week and I will find another topic and I always have a backup to my plan so it's not like you know I sit up here and choose topics and then when like my spirit is um contradicting with it I don't I'm not gonna sit up here and be like oh you know I'm gonna keep doing this even though my spirit is not meshing with this right now no I'll go and start talking about what I had planned on talking about or what I thought about talking about. So, um, this week is going to be about some very dark topics. It's going to be about suicide. It's going to be about racism. It's going to be about, um, drug usage. And sexual assault. And that's just with Glee. So today we're going to be talking about Glee. And it might be a two-parter, so I might do it one today and I might do one tomorrow. It depends on how long it's going to take me to talk about the whole Glee situation. Um, and Glee is not the only show that is cursed. Um, Y'all know I already talked about a movie that was cursed, which is Rosemary Baby. That movie is rightfully cursed. I'm sorry. No offense. But yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Um, so I'm going to talk about this weekend and what I did this weekend. Basically, I watched Cloverville. I didn't watch any new movie. <laughs> and of course, I'm re-watching the Harry Potter franchise because now that I have more backstory to Harry Potter, now I can re-watch the Harry Potter franchise. 
Um, I am on the Half-Blooded Prince, which is about Snape. So, I, wa I watched part of Harry Potter. <clears throat> I started The Peacekeeper. I started The Peacekeeper, and then I I'm on season two of Insecure. Yes, I did not watch Insecure while I was showing. I don't like watching shows while the season is running. I like waiting till the season is over and then catching whatever I want to because when you get it on, when you watch it on TV, you can't stop it when you're at home, okay? You can't stop it. It just continue to go. So I decided to watch Insecure. And I'm on season two. I didn't realize how short the episode was. It was crazy because when I watched Insecure when it was first happening, which was when I was watching it on demand on HBO. It came off as boring. Now I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, it's, I guess it's more relatable. I guess, I don't know. I guess it's more relatable. Um, and when I first watched it, when I watched it the first time, I could relate to Issa's character. And now I can relate more to Issa's boyfriend. I mean, <laughs> so, like, you know, I decided to, you know, watch it. And I'm, and I'm at the end of season two, about to go to season three. I just want to see what's going on. And I will say that it's a good show. It has shown that not only people are trash, but you can be trash too. It's just, and you know, it's like, you know, it's, a, it's basically adulting. Like, we all struggle with the issue. You know? We all have our funny ways of moving on from something. And... A lot of times, it's in a trash way. Sometimes, you got to be low vibrational to raise your vibration up again. So, that's what I've been doing over the weekend. I, don't, I already talked about snow. <laughs> Look, like I said, it stayed above 32 degrees, so nothing stick. It's, it's clear outside. If you look at it right now, it's clear. So, with that being said, I'm going to continue with talking about some stories that stuck out to me over the weekend. This weekend was pretty dark. Um, not for me personally. Just, just the stuff that I saw and, and looked at was just extremely dark. It was very dark. Um, so... I don't know if it's telling that the end of times is here. Because to me, it just felt like it was the end of times. It was like, there was a freaking, I'm going to talk about it later, but it was a freaking volcano that went off on the Tongan Islands and it caused a tsunami in California. And it seemed like with the tsunami in California, there's a snowstorm that is in the north and southeast. Okay? 
because I was watching this storm chaser in Virginia chasing down a storm. Now, it snowed more in Virginia than it did here in Georgia. But basically, it's snowing. And then on top of that, in Florida, there was a freaking tornado. So, I don't know what that's saying. I don't know what they're saying about what's going on with the times. But another thing dark that happened this weekend, y'all, Kanye West, <clears throat> he's suffering from the consequences of his action. <clears throat> um, For being with, her name is Alex Fox, right? So, Kim wanted to be petty <clears throat> and get with stinky face. I'm not going to, I'm not entertaining y'all. His face like it stink. I don't care. And I know he looked better than that before he did now. So, I don't know what kind of drugs this fool is on. I saw a picture where he actually looked decent. So, I don't know what kind of drugs this Negro is on. I mean, I know he white, but everybody's a Negro. Um... I don't know what drugs this fool is on. And I'm not talking about Kanye West. I'm talking about stinky face. But he looks good. And then all of a sudden, he looks weird. He, I don't know why he dyed his hair blonde. He looks stupid. And he got his face shot off in Suicide Squad. But Kim was trying to be petty with him, which is a joke. But he's not allowed in her house because he's a rougher. So um, he just a choose. He's just a little toy to play with with Kim and just to piss off Kanye. So Kanye's been getting her off with the whole Alexis Fox situation. And Kim was like, I do you better. You can't come to your daughter's party. This is where women become trashed. <laughs> we become severe trash when we do stuff like this. She's trash, but she's always been trash. She was trash before she even had the kids. She was trash, period, okay? When Ray J didn't receive any residual income from the sex tape, that's when she became trash. And I'm not even judging the fact that she had a sex tape. So Kanye West took to social media and told everybody that Kim would let him inside... Kim would give him the location of the child's party, which I thought was weird. Because wouldn't the location of the child's party be at the house since, you know, Omicron and the Delta variant got together and made a freaking Delta crime or Omicron period or the Florona, you know? There's a lot of things going on outside. And then on top of that, there's a whole freaking flood. Now, it wasn't in the area they're in. It was like, I think... Like, they said, like, in the north. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not from California. Ask somebody from California where that tsunami came from. But he took to social media and told everybody, she won't give me the address to my baby girl's party. A little Chicago. Long story short, Travis Scott, who has to re is on a tour of redemption because he let some demons out at Astro World, gave him the address. 
And he called every black person that the Kardashians are connected to. <laughs> he called Tristan, which I don't know why you would call Tristan Thompson because he's in a doghouse, okay? He's forever in the doghouse. So he called Travis. Well, Travis gave him the address to the child's party and he was able to go to the child's party. Okay, so there's a huge debate going on and, and there's a lot of arguments going on. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because I'm going to take a different approach to it. But I'm going to also talk about something that Amber Rose said seven years ago that rang true. But in the same sense, what she said now it also rang true because y'all got to understand that Kanye West was the one that chased Kim. Kim didn't chase Kanye. So... Um, I'm going to say this. This is to Kim. North already hates you. Okay. North is exactly like her father. She a Gemini, just like her father. She says what, what comes up, comes out, just like her father. She's a splitting image of her father. Okay. North does not like you. Okay. She's going to spill some tea when she get grown. When she put you, Courtney, and Chloe in a nursing home. <laughs> Y'all headed toward an early nursing home with all that plastic in your body. So trust me, you're going to have tons of health issues. And I already understand that you have health issues. As a matter of fact, you had to get a surrogate because you could not carry your baby in your womb anymore. Because of your health issues. Well, because you continue to put plastic in your face and in your ass, you're going to continue to have health issues. Okay? That's just facts. North does not like you. Don't make Chicago not like you neither. Okay? I can see North already singing Cartman, Kyle's mama's a bitch. Except for she's going to be saying that her mother's a bitch. So, don't do that. Your daughter's favorite person is their dad, not you. Just don't do that. That's stupid. But yeah, North already hates you. So somebody dug up a tweet from Amber Rose seven years ago. And she basically says, I'll leave that up. She said, at Kanye West, she said, I'll leave that up to the Kartrashians to humiliate you when they're done with you. Which is, this is exactly what they're doing right now. <clears throat> That's exactly what they're doing right now. The fact, I'm going to be honest with you. She showed her true colors when he went on a campaign to be president and she saw him up there having a whole emotional breakdown. And not one time did she get on stage and say, baby, okay, you need to stop doing that. She does not care about you. You are just a come up. That's all that is. That's true. But once again, you chase that. So the Instagram that Emma Rose did now was she said, man, fuck that old tweet. I never got an apology for the 30 showers comment. But fuck it. 
She said, I started my slut walk and helped millions of women around the world stand up for themselves against slut shaming, shaming so something amazing came out of it. Now, this is where she become trashing me because she started defending the Kardashians. So I'm thinking she's on payroll. <clears throat> she said, Kim nor her sisters deserve that tweet and y'all shouldn't co-sign that either. Yeah, but they drug Jordan. And I guess she don't care about the fact they drug a black girl because, you know. Anyway, shit was old and immature and as fuck of me to involve the Kardashians in the mess he made. He did make this mess. Moving forward, learning from our mistakes. We all have families and family life is hard enough right now for a lot of people. I just want to spread love and positivity. Bitch, whatever. You're a hoe. Um, no, she's not a hoe. I'm just playing. Um, but for me, I feel like she became trash. She's being paid by the Kardashians. The Kardashians fund her slut walk. And I'm all for not being slut sham. I'm all for that. But Kim and Kanye both have showed their trash. Kanye don't like black women, period. Okay? And the Kardashians don't like black women. So both of them are trash on the same sense. But you don't try to keep your kids away from their father. That's when you become super trash. That's all I have to say. Next story. <clears throat> This story, I was um already talking about it, and I have three articles dealing with that. The first one is from Baller Alert, and it's not specifically by anyone, it's just by Baller Alert. And it says, um, flooding in Santa Cruz, California, as a result of a tsunami caused by the Tonga volcano eruption. A tsunami warming is in effect for the U.S. West Coast. And you see a bunch of water flooding into Santa Cruz. The next story I found from TMZ, and it says, a volcano eruption off the island of Tonga has sent literal shockwaves around the world so much that the, now the authorities have warned the U.S. could be at risk. <sighs> the crazy part is, this was like, what, two days ago? So this is from the weekend. This is all happening over the weekend, y'all. This was all what was happening with the weather over the weekend. Um... And I already gave y'all my opinion. Let me tell you why I think this is happening over the weekend. Because <laughs> this story right here is going to have you like, uh, what? You got to be careful what energy you associate yourself with. You have to be really careful what you associate yourself with and the energy that you vibrate, okay? So I found this on BallerAlert.com, and it says, Illinois School District backs up this decision to offer after-school Satan Club. This article was contributed by Raquel Harris. <coughs> 
you know, I messed up and put on my humidifier because I wanted my room to smell like cinnamon and peppermint. And now it's bothering the back of my throat. It says a school district in Illinois back up its decision to offer state school Satan club at one of its elementary schools. An elementary school, y'all. The Satanic Temple of the United States has offered an, an Illinois school district an after-school program that includes various activities such as games, arts, crafts, problem-solving, and critical thinking, among other things. On its website, the Satanic Temple said it promotes egalitarianism, social justice, and the separation of religion and state. Mm, that's what they got, y'all, when they tell y'all y'all couldn't pray in school. Satanic Temple believed used Satan as a symbol of representing the eternal rebel against arbitrary authority and social norm. As for the program, the group says that the proselytization is not our goal. <laughs> and we're not interested in converting children to Satanism. So why you call a club Satan Club? Y'all trolling. It goes on to say that the after-school Satan Club will focus on free inquiry of rationalism, the scientific basis from which we know what we know about the world around us. It adds that it preferred to give children an appreciation of the natural wonders surrounding them, not a fear of everlasting otherworldly horrors. The program will be taught by volunteers at the James Adam Elementary School in Moline. My great-grandmother used to call Vaseline Moline. However, a letter from Rachel Savage, Moline Cold Valley School Superintendent, no teachers from Jane Adams or any other district teacher is involved. <laughs> Not y'all gonna let Satanists teach your kids better stuff because y'all scared of stuff. This is why I'm saying these are the times. And we have a freaking volcano going off. That's it, it's tsunami over here. Yeah, it's snowing in Georgia. Be careful of the vibrations you put out there. Now, this news I saw had my conspiracy theories insight just going off like my conspiracy theories theory theorist in me was like girl what did this man know honey what did he know this is from the neighborhood talk my thoughts and prayers go out to this man's family it said the ceo of marta Atlanta Transportation Service dies by suicide step in front of a martyr train. It says the CEO and general manager of Atlanta Transportation Service, Marta Jeffrey Parker, has died according to a statement from the Marta Board of Directors Chairman Woman, Chairwoman Rita Scott Scott. The cause of death was suicide. The Marta Board of Directors grieved the shocking death of our GM CEO, Jeff Parker, who has died by suicide, Scott said. He was an outstanding leader and steward of Marta, whose passing leave us all heartbroken. 
Jeffrey died after literally stepping in front of a train at the East Lake Martyr Station indicator. On January 14th, Martyr's Twitter account sent a tweet about, about a rail service disruption at the station. Oh my God. This is extremely disturbing. Um, and I always ask this question when people die under suspicious circumstances. What did this man know? Um, and what would his family say about this? And y'all do know we're in the age of Aquarius, so what done in the dark will come to light. That's why we have these walls are thin here. Trust me, I don't believe this man committed suicide. I'm sorry. I just really don't. But my thoughts and prayers goes out to um, Jeffrey Parker's family. It gets kind of dark from here. So, and of course, it's going to be dark anyway with this podcast because I'm going to be talking about Glee. I, um, I've been racking my head about, um, a lot of these things that have been happening lately. Um, like I said, these are times where it's showing the darkness and everything. This weekend was extremely weird and strange and scary, um, especially um, for people who were um, involved in a tsunami and the earth and the um, volcano eruption. Um, but this right here, no parent wants to hear. Um, I remember when I was 13 and in middle school, there was some kids that were doing things they weren't supposed to be doing um but it was never to this extent well I, I will say never to this extent but I have experienced classmates being high um what they were high off of I don't know but this situation is very disturbing um to me I found this on Intel site and its contributor is Shady Porter says three Connecticut middle schoolers in hospital after overdosing on fentanyl in gym class. <clears throat> it says three middle schoolers are in the hospital after overdosing on fentanyl at school during gym class. One of them, a 13-year-old boy, is in critical condition, Daily News reported. It happened about 10 a.m. Thursday at Sports and Medical Science Academy in Hartsfield, Connecticut. A boy fell unconscious and a school nurse did CPR on him until a paramedic arrived and got his heart beating again. The school was then placed on the code yellow and the student shelters in place while drug dogs were deployed. now found bags of fentanyl in three locations on the campus. These drugs are poison and please, if you're a parent, have tough conversation with your child tonight. Hard for the mayor, Luke Bronin, said to the incident. Oh, my goodness. So, people say this, but let's be straight up honest. Um, 
fentanyl is a, a bad drug. Um, but the only way you can get your hands on something like that is if you know someone in the medical community. That's all I have to say. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to put any theories out there. I do have my theories. But the only way you get your hand on, pentan- uh, on fentanyl is if you know someone that works in the medical field. And it's not that it's the person who works in the medical field fault. Sometimes you have things in your house and you don't think your 13-year-old will go in a cabinet and take it to school. But they do, you know. Kids do what kids do. So, I pray that these kids recover, have a very speedy recover. But this goes to show you have to be careful with the medicine cabinet. Um, Because kids are curious. This next story, um, I really have no opinion. I'm not shocked, but I have no opinion. Okay. Um, so this is from the neighborhood talk, and this contributor is Chalet Floor. And it says, Wild, wild Wendy. It says, Wendy Williams allegedly stripped naked and touched herself inappropriately in front of some staff members during drunken rage while taping show from home in 2020. Um, According to, oh girl, I don't even like using it as a source. (laughs) I don't even like using her as a source, honey. If you go into court for sitting there spreading a lie about Cardi B, how could I believe your story? According to Unwind Unwind with Tasha K, honey. So y'all go take this news lightly. Wendy Williams allegedly was so drunk one day during the taping, during the talk talking to during the talking of her show from home in May 2020 that she stripped naked in front of her manager and other staff members and screamed vulgarities toward them while inappropriately touching herself. Wendy Williams has been in the headlines for the past year and a half for her ongoing health issues. The Sun reports that Wendy Williams struggled heavily with alcohol during the taping of her live talk show during the Star of quarantine a source told the son that one day wendy's behavior was so concerning that her manager and small group of confidants went to her apartment to check on her when they arrived wendy was stripped naked in her room was touching herself in a sexual manner and yelling vulgarity comments to them concerned the workers called the paramedics to calm wendy down and they admit to her in the house you see how that just got misconstrued they made it seem like she was in a zoom meeting playing with herself no, they bust in on her, her house, in her moment of pleasure. It's, it's just like, it's the wording.
And of course, you're going to yell vulgarities at somebody if they catch you doing grown-up things. Let's continue. After the incident, the Wendy Williams show was postponed until later that year, and all episodes from that time period had been wiped from her Instagram account. Sources said that everyone that witnessed the incident had been cut out or, or, or of Wendy's life. One source says Wendy clearly does not want to associate with anybody who was there that day. While another states everyone knows not to get close to Wendy, it was backfire when it does, you'll get burned. Even though this happened in 2020, I really hope it, well, I ain't gonna read that because that's not how I personally feel. I just want to know why y'all went to her house. Did y'all bust in on her? Because they made it seem like she was doing it on a Zoom meeting. That's why you can't trust everything Tasha K say. I want to talk about this fool because I already told y'all I knew he was a dingbat from the start. Um, but of course he denies that he did it. My thing is how many people have to say that you have been inappropriate with women. And my thing is, I agree with a lot of people when they say when something like this happened, why you don't go to the police? Trust me, the police want to put his black ass in handcuffs. Okay, trust me. Because the police have been after this Negro ever since he thought it was okay to be disrespectful to the police in Detroit. So, yeah, they want to slam his black ass to the ground. If he sexually assault you, why go to social media and not go to the, to the prison to go to to the police and press charges against him? Um, but at the end of the day, I think she did press charges against him. I'm not sure. So, this is from It's On Site. <clears throat> and it says, Trey Song's trend on social media following multiple sex-related allegations. So one tweet comes from at Fine in Film, and it says, personally believe that the reason the industry sounds on Trey Songz is because he has dirt on others, and I don't believe he's doing this shit alone. And it is. Trey Songz got money, okay? They get you when you don't have money. That's what happened with R. Kelly. R. Kelly got stupid with money, and he had tons of money because he has tons of songwriting credits. So... When he got low on that money, that was when they got him. So Trey Songz, he has money. That's why he's able to get away with it. That's why he's able to get away with doing things like that because he has money, okay? The same thing, they try to embarrass him and say that he owed taxes and he was able to pay it off. It was like, well, you could have just told me here today on tax money. So Trey got money. Y'all asking how he got money? He got liquor. Y'all know y'all like being drunk. Um, so, yeah. So it says, Trey has been the topic of discussion on social media following the latest allegations against him from the former UNLV basketball player, Dylan Gonzalez. 
Throughout the years, there have been multiple allegations against the singer made by many people. Fast forward to today, people using these receipts as a talking point in the conversation. And of course, everybody talking about Kiki Palmer, but y'all didn't want to listen to Kiki Palmer. You know, y'all thought she was just looking for clout. So yeah, clearly he's doing something he ain't supposed to be doing, but he has money. You can't go against somebody with money. So I'm going to go to the next story. I want to talk about this because, you know, it seems like people only are low vibrational. So they only are worried about, you know, their P's and V's. Um, so this is from the neighborhood talk and it says man claimed he lost 1.5 inches of length from his penis after COVID caused him severe vascular damage. Doctors have backed his claim. This is a screwed up way to get people to get vaccines. It says, victim appeared on a podcast, How to Do It, and spoke about his unfortunate shortcomings. He says, I'm a heterosexual man in my 30s. In July of last year, I contracted COVID and was very sick. When I got out of the hospital, I had some erectile dysfunction problems, I mean issues. Those gradually got better with some medical attention, but I seemed to be left with a lasting problem. My penis had shrunk before I got sick. I was above average, not huge, but definitely bigger than the normal. Now I lost about an inch and a half and became decidedly less than average. <laughs> it's not funny, but I mean, it's not funny because if this is what COVID is causing, like what, what in the world is COVID doing? Like, this is scary. But um, I said, apparently due to the vascular damage, my doctor seemed to think it's like likely permanent. Oh my goodness. Now, I'm sure, wait, well, I'm not going to read this. So it says, Dr. Charles Rilliver, a urologist and director of men's health at Albany Medical College in New York, said that the COVID virus, <coughs> COVID infection, can indeed call ED, which is ED, and in some cases, a shrinking of a penis, and sh- should the ED persist over a period of time. You can connect these dots. These are pretty significant vascular issues that occur with guys. Studies have actually shown that guys can get priapism, the prolonged erection that is dangerous in its own right. And guys can also get ED from COVID. So it can kind of go both directions. When guys get ED, they get lack of erections for a while. And when that happens, they actually do, do get shrinkage. This COVID thing is scary. Um, everybody was like, oh, it's funny, it's silly or whatever. But if it's to the point to where doctors are saying that it's real, this is real. So this thing is damaging reproductive organs. If it's doing this to men, what is it doing to women? Just asking for a friend. And stuff like this, I mean, is it causing hormone imbalances?
I think I got rid of this story. Or my Wi-Fi just went out. Yeah, I think I accidentally got rid of this. No, I didn't. Okay. So, um, the next story is about Nick Cannon. And Nick Cannon, um, he opened up about how Lucas, not Lucas, how Lupus almost took his life. Which I don't know if y'all um, realize that, that Nick Cannon had Lupus. And a Lupus is caused by extreme stress. It's an autoimmune disease. So like it take it, it it makes your immune system like very low. Okay. Um so I got this from ballalert.com and it was blogged by Cache Roberts. It says Nick Kennedy is reflecting on his 10-year-long battle with lupus in a special documentary. He reveals the disease almost took his life before the diagnosis on his daytime talk show. Nick shared how he documented his journey with the life-threatening battle. The six-minute video shared starts with Cannon talking about how he was just enjoying his time with his children and his then wife, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, sorry, to suddenly waking up in a hospital. He experienced much swelling and shortness of breath. The doctor told him he was having a kidney failure. The doctor then tells him, you have a lot of edema. Edema is swelling caused by fluid trapping the body. The actor video starts on January 3rd, 2020, 2012, when he, he was unaware he had a disease. He started experiencing excruciating swelling in his stomach, legs, and chest. The doctor discovered he had two blood clots in his lungs, which are very threatening. Nick narrates, it's the last place you want to be. Doctors tell you you could die. So this is like real, uh, this is a real thing, y'all. Lupus is, is real. Um, I remember one of the America's Not Stop Next Top Models was at Mercedes. That was the first time I ever heard about lupus was on America's Next Top Model with Tyra Banks, where Mercedes was talking about having lupus and how, you know, everything's fine woman. And then all of a sudden she doesn't have the energy to do anything and, and stuff like that. So, um, he has to be real careful. He has to be very careful with what he does he can't let things stress him out so i can't imagine the toll of losing his child how much that was on his body and that's why i was trying to question why he had so many kids with different women when that within itself can be very stressful because if you have lupus and it's an autoimmune disease you know every anything that stress you out makes you sick So, um, I will definitely be watching that documentary. People are not aware of lupus and, and how serious it is, but it really is damaging. And, and it affects mostly black people. So, health is wealth. The next story I'll be talking about is Tiffany Haddish. I'm not a fan of Tiffany Haddish. at all um so tiffany haddish got arrested for a dui in atlanta and to everybody let me give y'all a short 
warning to everybody. If you're well-known, were you on an A-list or the Z-list? Atlanta is not okay with you thinking it's okay to drink and drive, okay? I know someone, and I'm not going to say his name, who recently moved here. Who thought it was okay to do that? And Georgia does not play when it comes to intoxication. They take that very serious. Because the truth of the matter is you can call us a severe accident from being drunk or high. This story is from the neighborhood talk and this contributor is Shalay Floor. It says, um, according to TMZ, police got a call about a woman falling asleep behind the wheel. Officers were able to find Tiffany Haddis, Tiffany as she was pulling into her neighborhood. They stopped her and arrested her for a DUI and improper stopping her on the road. Cops said she smoked weed before getting behind the wheel. She was only in the police custody for a few hours. According to records obtained by TMZ, she posted... Y'all got to check this out. <laughs> she posted 1,666 to bond out of jail around 6.30 p.m. I mean, a.m. That number is everything. <laughs> now, in Christian, in Christian Christianity, those three sixes are the devil. <clears throat> Literally, one thousand six hundred sixty-six. Got you. We see what you vibrating over there. This is the last story, but this is not the only story I have, but I kind of want to talk about it. Um, you know, I'll talk about it on another platform. Because <coughs> we got to keep it moving. And usually my... Monday podcast is the longest <coughs> because I talk about what happened over the weekend, what went down, what 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 I saw, what I didn't see, all that. But I want to um, really get into this Glee curse. So that will be the end of the topics that caught my eye today. Um. So yeah. Um, so, um, two years ago, going on two years ago. I had this weird dream.
Um, which I've been having. <clears throat> sorry, I've been having weird dreams for my whole life. Weird dreams, weird feelings, weird thoughts. So in this dream, I'm in the dark on a boat with my son. You have not been listening to me and you just started listening to me recently. I don't have a son. Well, not yet, okay? But I don't have a kid right now. And in the dream, I'm like trying to protect my son on this boat and it was dark. And while I was trying to protect my son, something grabbed me from the back. And after that, you know, it went dark. Now, the crazy part was, like, before I went to bed at night, before I went to sleep, I kept having these bad feelings that I was going to drown, okay? Which is crazy because uh, I'm not near water. I'm inland. Okay, I live inland of Georgia. So, for me to be, like, having fear of drowning, I was laying in my bed. I'm like, how am I going to drown in my bed? I just had a fear of drowning. So, the next morning, and it was crazy because months before that happened, I was concerned about Naya Rivera. Very concerned about her. I was like, what's going on? And the thing that got me concerned about her was I was saving a picture to Pinterest of this girl that looked exactly like her in a purple short cut. And I was like, uh, I wonder what happened to Naya Rivera. And so I looked on her Instagram page and she seemed like she was fine. I was like, okay, she's good. Well, the next day after I had my dream, it was announced that she was missing. So that is just one of the few stories revolving around members of the Glee cast. Um, Glee, Glee cast, sorry. But there's more stories involving members of the Glee, Glee cast that is dark and as dark as Naya Rivera's story. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the curse of the cast of Glee. We're going to get a little dark. It's, it's going to be dark because a lot of stuff that has happened to the members of Glee is just crazy. Um, so I want y'all to sit back, relax, get you some hot chocolate, um, some tea, matcha tea, smoothie. I don't need you to relax. I ain't worried about you eating. I don't want you to stomach this because this, this. Whole thing is just crazy what happened to some of the members of the cast, including Naya, 
And um, it just makes you wonder why. So we're going to be talking about the Glee curse today on my podcast. So this article is coming from the Grazia Daily. It was written by Guy Pusey and um, posted on uh, September the 7th, 2021. It says, one year on from Naya Rivera, it's time to stop, stop with the Glee curse talk. Okay, but you know, but that's what we're talking about. So you don't tell me what to talk about, sir. <clears throat> it says, one year ago, we lost Naya Rivera, the actress best known for playing the role Santana Lopez in hit show Glee. The star disappeared while swimming with her young son in a California lake. It was perhaps inevitable to see that many people's minds jump immediately to a so-called Glee curse and an apparent myth of misfortune that had supposedly fallen upon members of the cast. But one year on, it's still being discussed in association with her death, but we need to pause to think about who such who such talk of a curse is really helping. And this article, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I called a Glee curse. It is to me there's something off going on with that cast. Um, but I'm gonna respect the opinion of the person who wrote this. Um, and I can see where they're coming from. Okay. He's for the uninitiated, the so-called Glee curse related primarily to the fate of Naya Rivera and two of her male co-stars in 2013. Corey Monteith, who played Finn, died of an overdose in Vancouver hotel room. Five years later, Mark Selling, who played Puck, killed himself after pleading guilty to possession of child pornography. Invoking this curse is the case of, of Naya seemed at first horribly premature. It was trending before the news of her passing was even confirmed. But beyond that, it is incredibly reductive. Ooh. I don't feel like it's incredibly reductive. And I'm going to stop right here. Um, Because I want to talk about why I don't think it's incredibly reductive. The reason why I... Because I was trying to find an article and it was crazy because I thought I had some, uh, saved the article that talked about the actual curse. Understand it was more than just the deaths of Corey Monteith and Mark Sailing and Naya Rivera, there was a lot of other weird stuff that had happened as well. One of the cast members of Glee lost her boyfriend. And there was a whole lot of other things that happened. I want to talk about how him saying it's reductive is against every spiritual bone in my body. Okay? I want to talk about Glee as a show, period. Because... People get on their soapbox and talk about how things are not like this and not like that and all of the above. But the truth of the matter is, it's let's talk about the moral value in the show Glee. Okay. Being someone in high school, I was in the last part of high school when Glee started. Let me see when um, Glee started. I think I was we were talking about Glee. And 
we were at school and we were kind of like kind of like I said, we were the show started basically when I got out of high school. <laughs> so it started in 2009. I graduated in 2009. And um I remember there was murmurs about the show. I'm gonna be honest with you. This show was so hypersexual. Very hypersexual. I'm not saying that high school is not hypersexual because your hormones are bouncing everywhere. I'm not saying that. But this show made you forget. And granted, like I said, it happened, it started in 2009. So a lot of the people that was in the cast were actual real life adults. The reason I know this is because I was an adult in 2009. I was 18. So a lot of people on the show were like a year or two or three older than me. But for them to display 16, 17-year-old high school students, the way they displayed these students, was beyond me. The episode, I felt like they went too far, and it was several episodes where I felt like they went too far, was... The one where Leah Michelle's character, Rachel, fell in love with the chorus teacher. That was singing Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. <laughs> The sick part was the teacher felt her coming on to him. It was like, oh, no, I know that look in the eye. I hope she don't fall for me. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you this. As someone who was really close to my chorus teacher because I was a chorus nerd, I never felt like that about my chorus teacher. Let me continue. And keep in mind, this show came on at night, like eight at night, eight or nine o'clock at night. It never came on during the day because that's how hypersexual the show was. The other part, the other, the other thing that made me feel like the show went too far was when Jamie Lynch character was talking about her Cheerios. The cheerleaders. <clears throat> and they were during Madonna week on Glee. And she took the speakers out of the school counselor's room because the school counselor she thought was a virgin.
And they asked her questions. They're like, well, all the cheerleaders are virgins. She said, no, I made sure the Cheerios are not virgins. Kid you not, there was a line in the show. Of course, when the Trillies got pregnant, you know, I think this happened at every high school ever. <laughs> we ain't gonna pretend like real life is above reality with that way. Every cheerleader in every school has had a cheerleader that got pregnant. In my school, it was uh, a Aries Ram, uh, Aries of Elegance. And um, it's always a popular girl. Everybody love her. You know, stuff like that. They get pregnant. Now, that wasn't unrealistic. But the way it was handled was very unrealistic. So when people say stuff like, well, I don't think the show was cursed or anything like that. Just look at the moral standpoint of the show. And I'm not saying that TV shows should be PG rated or something like that. Because I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I could not relate to the show Glee whatsoever. Being in the Glee Club and, and stuff like that. It just felt so weird watching them make it seem like it's like a soap opera. And it was a soap opera. And being in chorus. Trust me because I was in chorus. It was soap opera. But it wasn't always sexual. But it made you question the creators, who is also behind America Horror Story, which has become extremely disturbing over the years. Because let's be straight up honest, I haven't been able to watch the last few seasons of American Horror Story. One of them was about Lucifer. Ryan Murphy, the same creator of the show... Glee creates American Horror Story that was talking about Donald Trump being the Antichrist. I question the morality of people seeing teenagers as adults. It's a lot of times I watch shows, even when it's a PG rated show, I just question everything they have and what they think that being a teenager is or was. And this show displayed teenagers as individuals who casually have sex, casually go out to parties, and casually gets in their feelings and have some form of drama. And like I said, Leah Michelle character Rachel got under my skin so bad. 
and it, uh, once again, it also pushed the black girl as the afterthought. I mean, I know that Naya Rivera was in the show and she's part black too, but I'm talking about Amber Riley was the afterthought. Oh, they made sure she got all the solos in the spring concerts, but it was almost like her life and her love life was non-existing. Like a plus size black girl can't get with a guy. That was the only realistic part to me was that with Amber Riley. <laughs> But the reason I say this is because even though it was a hit show and everybody loved the show Glee and they had amazing versions of songs that they did. Matter of fact, there were some times where the version of the song they made was cooler than the original version of the song. But the storylines, the cheerleading coach was very manipulative. <laughs> very manipulative. When the truth of the matter is, it's the football coaches and the basketball coaches who are this manipulative. Reason I know that word on the street was that there was one teacher at the school that was doing people's projects and homeworks at my school. He was a coach. The reason I talk about this is because I'm a firm believer that you have to be careful. what you display especially when it comes to underage children and understand the fact that the cast were adults okay i already told y'all they were around my age so they were adults okay so everything that was going on in the show was probably something they were doing anyway because they were in their early 20s they were grown They were adults. It respected of them to be like that. Because, like I said, they were adults. But nobody thought anything of the fact that they were portraying underage kids as willing and knowingly doing adult things.
it's not only the vibration of the show, it's also the vibration of the creator of the show. So when people say it's reductive, and I'm pretty sure the writer of the story or the show of the, of the of the article I was about to read, the reason he said it was reductive was because. He learned that word from Madonna. Nobody would know what that word means if they didn't look it up and hear Madonna say it. Long story short. But with that being said, you have to question the morality of the show and what goes on. So tomorrow we'll be talking about the specifically the stories surrounding the cast members, the tragedies surrounding the cast members of Glee. But I will tell you this, Glee was not one of those shows that kids could watch. I could watch it because I was 18, but your kid should not have been watching that show. And some of the things they had, it's just, it was just a lot, okay? It was a lot. It was a good show, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to morality, you just question the morality of the creator of the show. With that being said, I hope y'all like the first part of this podcast because tomorrow I'll be going more in depth in into uh what happened. And y'all all know what happened to Naya Rivera. But we'll be talking about Corey Monteith. We'll be talking about Mark Salem. And we'll be talking about the Glee class member, the Glee cast member that uh, lost her boyfriend. He passed away. And y'all may not think that matters or anything like that, but it does because it's a tragedy that happened to a member of the of Glee. So with that being said, um, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I know this podcast was long, but it was a lot that happened over the weekend. And I had to go over it. So, yeah. With that being said, this is these walls are thin. Don't ever say that what people are saying is reductive because they kind of have a point. Mr. Pusey. You got to be careful of the vibrations you vibrate. I am so outie.